Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for checking in. I hope everybody had a great week. It's Friday. We're heading into the weekend. We're getting ready to have some good times. Not that I didn't have great times all week long, but wow, what a week. We had Biden flying over to Ukraine and, and giving away our treasury more and more, uh, marching into the, he couldn't stay on the red carpet. He, he's going to the presidential palace uh, with uh, phony air raid sirens going off just for d- drama and theater and to make America think that, oh, look how brave, look how, and then you had the media kissing his ass all week long. Oh, he's such a great, brave leader. And look at him. He went into a, a war zone, even though we don't have an interest there. We don't have an interest there, really. We do have boots on the ground training and we have billions and billions of dollars there that we've given them. To hell, we don't have an interest there. We're sitting there fighting Russia via Ukraine. Anyway, so Biden goes over there. He shows, I'm Biden. And then he went over there and bragged. He does his same thing. He told his lies. He told his stories. He said he wishes he was a Polak. He can't believe that uh, his name in, in an SKY. He's the greatest Catholic, Irish, Polish, black, person that there ever was, right? It just goes on and on. We had, finally, a mainstream media address to what's going on in East Palestine and Ohio with the massive, massive tragedy that's gone over there. We don't even know the scope of it. Why do they not want to go there? Why does the administration not want to go there? We had Trump give a visit. Trump went over there. We got to see what a real president looks like, what a real president does in action, a president who cares about the American people, a president who cares about this country, rather than going overseas and giving away the treasury of the U.S. taxpayer to foreign interests, Donald Trump went to East Palestine and spoke with the people. Then we saw Pete Butt guy the next day, he goes there and tries to, you know, he puts on his safety vest and his glasses. And I mean, it was a cosplay safety guy is what he was. He went in there and, and, and tried to look good, tried, but man, what a mouthpiece that guy is. What a friggin' mouthpiece. And then, of course, you have The View and people like that, all they're doing, they're, Trump gave, by the way, a lot of supplies and water and whatnot to East Palestine. And what does the left do? They bitch because the water was from his campaign and it had Trump logos on it. How dare you give them water with your logo on there? Sure, they'd be better off not getting any water at all. Than getting your water with a logo on there. Hmm. And then we end the week with the administration in lockstep telling everybody how great the economy is, how low energy prices are, and how great inflation is, and it's coming down. And it's a lie. Every single word of that is a lie. And I'm going to show you that. See, this isn't a matter of opinion. It's a matter of math. You can't just take factual numbers and then, well, I mean, I guess you can. The Democrats do it all the time. They just say exactly the opposite, even though the reality is very much objective, in-your-face numbers. Energy prices are up year over year. They're up year over year over year since Biden took office. But that's what happens when you have a president who the very day that he enters office declares war 
on the fossil fuel industry. Where do you think electricity comes from? Where do you think heat comes from? Where do you think fuel to power our vehicles comes from? It doesn't come from wind or solar or your stupid little batteries that catch cars on fire. So, of course, energy prices are up. Any fool could have predicted this, but you know what? They want prices to be up. If they can make energy prices so high that nobody can afford them, everyone will just stay home and they'll buy their green energy bullshit lie and say, oh, it's going to be the greatest thing. It's the future. future." No, it's not the future. The future is micronuclear plants, hydrogen, and I've said it over and over, and I'll say it again, is an energy source that we don't even know about yet. It's going to be the answer, but you can't do it with, with dickheads like these people in the Biden administration blocking every single thing and with a singular focus, blinders on, oh, wind power, solar, wind power, solar, wind power, solar. Get out of your box. And I don't know what's stupider, these people or the people who follow them. All right, let's get going. I've also got, uh, it's Friday, so that means Fan Mail Friday is coming back into action today. I've got some good ones. It was hard to choose. I got a ton of fan mail this week. And those who have watched the show and who follow my page, you know what I mean by fan mail. It's it's, uh, often entertaining. It's often disgusting. It's often, well, almost always uh, super insanely crazy because the left is not balanced. They're not serious people. They're very angry, very sad people, not to be taken seriously, not to be taken at their word. And they're all living in their own little bubble. What's more pathetic? The Biden regime or the people who voted for them? And the people who continue to defend them or Don Lemon? (laughs) Which one is more pathetic? I don't know. Maybe the Today Show. That might be more pathetic. Anyway, hey, let's get going here. We're going to jump right in. Uh, Zelensky, you know, everybody's giving their talk over there about Ukraine. And it's the one-year anniversary, so apparently we need to throw a party. And the whole world needs to get together over there in Europe and talk about uh, how Putin bad, uh, little midget man running Ukraine is good. And that we all need to give them billions of dollars. That's the basic gist of it. That's the spin. And uh, American people are tired of giving away our treasury to a country that very few people know very much about. And the interesting thing is the, the traditional left, the anti-war left, is very much into this war. They're flying Ukrainian flags. They've got Ukrainian flags on their social media profiles. They're wearing pins with the Ukrainian flag on there. They're all happy to give away the U.S. Treasury to kill hundreds of thousands of people in a war that has absolutely zero national security benefit to the United States. And it's the conservatives, you know, the sane people, the the, the people who can exercise critical thought that are against the war in Ukraine. 
So who are the warmongers? Is it the left? Is it the, the, the wacky left, the, the useful idiots that are promoting a big lie? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the conservatives that have the big lie. The big lie is in the left's, is in the left's pocketbook. So Vladimir Zelensky came out and decided he was going to insult all of you. If you don't agree with the war in Ukraine, if you don't want to give him hundreds of billions of dollars, if you don't want to fight Russia via Ukraine and contribute to hundreds of thousands of deaths, then you are nobody. You will lose standing in the world NATO will fall apart, your children will die, and you're a horrible, horrible person. So here's a minute and a half of Midget Man Zelensky lecturing, not the United States politicians, but the U.S. citizens on how we should think, feel, and act toward his war with Russia. Polls in the United States are suggesting that a growing number of Americans believe that the U.S. is giving too much support to Ukraine. What would your message be on the anniversary to those Americans? Thank you. I would like to thank the American people I would like to thank all of the American people that are supporting Ukraine, the Congress, the President, the TV uh, channels, the journalists, and everyone that has been supporting us. And that uh, percentage of uh, Americans, as uh, you've mentioned, is increasing. Uh, I can tell them only one thing. If they do not change their opinion, if they do not understand us, if they do not support Ukraine, they will uh, lose NATO, they will lose uh, the clout of the United States, they will lose the leadership position that they are enjoying in the world, uh, that they are enjoying for a very fair reason, and they will lose the support of the country with 40 millions of population, with millions of children. Are American children any different? You've got this spoiled little shit dictator, by the way. Make no mistake, this is not a good man. This is a dark, dark man who has outlawed certain religions, who has squashed the freedom of press, who is running his country as a totalitarian dictator. Zelensky is not a good person. And that little spoiled shit is sitting there as he drains the treasuries of countries around the world, telling you, American taxpayer, that if you don't support him, 
you will lose NATO, you will lose your standing in the world, and you will lose it rightly so, and you'll lose the support of the people of Ukraine. Fuck you. Okay? Piss off. You sit there on your little throne, you little midget man, mother effer, and tell the United States and the people of the United States that kind of crap? Are you trying to gain support? Because that's not the way to do it. I'll tell you that right now. I'm about done with your shit. And in the meantime, we got Janet Yellen. Economic assistance is making Ukraine's resistance possible by supporting the home front, funding critical public services, and helping keep the government running. In the coming months, we expect to provide around $10 billion in additional economic support for Ukraine. Another $10 billion in economic sports to Ukraine. And then just today, they say they're going to do another $2 billion on top of that. And while Biden was over there, he said they would give another half a billion. So that's another uh, $12.5 billion so far. We're $200 billion into this. <clears throat> what could $200, $200 billion do in the United States? Provide safe railways? Maybe. Huh? Secure the borders? Fund police departments? Keep our own military strong. That is a lot of money. A lot of money. And they just keep they just keep pouring it over there. Oh, sorry for getting so hot. I mean, I this is something that just gets me going. It, this wasn't really my main topic today, but I sat here and ate up <clears throat> ten minutes on it. Not my not my intention. But uh, it really gets me going because this is something that I, I feel very strongly about. We should not be involved in this. We should not be giving up the U.S. Treasury to the little midget man over there in, in Ukraine. So let's get back to the economy. So the economy, you have uh, numbers that came out, and it's like everybody got the same memo. Everybody in the uh, Biden regime went Got, they got their marching orders, and they went out there yesterday and, once again, lied, told everybody that the economy is peachy, that the Inflation Reduction Act is the greatest piece of legislation ever written, and that everybody's life is better than it ever has been. How's your energy bill? How's your heating bill? How's your gas bill? How's your oil bill? How is it going back and forth to work in your car? Well, according to the Biden regime, it's better than it's ever been. We'll start with Corinne Jean-Pierre, the worst press secretary in the history of the world, not just the United States. She's graduated. In my book, she is not just the worst press secretary in the history of the United States. She is the worst press secretary in the history of the world, bar none. She doesn't speak well. She's not articulate. She's just not a very smart person and she's not qualified for this job, but she did check all the boxes. She's a black 
lesbian woman. Therefore, here you go. You can be the mouthpiece of the White House of the United States of America. Congratulations. She had this to say. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Inflation Reduction, no, the Inflation Reduction Act does just that. Inflation Reduction Act actually helps lower costs, uh, energy costs, and gives Americans a little breathing room, which is part of the president's economic policy. If you think about what he has said for the past two years, which is making sure that we have an economy that works for everyone, build it from the bottom up, middle The Inflation Reduction Act reduces the cost of energy for everyone. So building the Michelle Obama uh, bike trail, giving $100 billion to Georgia senators to buy their vote, all these pork barrel ideas, $400 billion to the green energy wet dream. That's reducing energy costs for America so that we can afford to do things. Gee, thank you. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us and with your, <laughs> God. It's such a benevolent dictatorship this is. They love the people. They're going to take care of us. Don't worry about it. At the same time, same day, different place, you got Kamala Harris saying this. Every day, Joe Biden and I talk about and work together with our partners like former leader Hoyer, current leader Hoyer, um, to lower the cost for the people of our nation, because you are a leader. For working families, we have reduced heating and electricity bills. So folks have more money in their pocket to buy things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, or take a family vacation. I'll go back to a question I asked a little bit ago. How is your heating bill? How's your electricity bill? Forget if you're a Republican or Democrat. Forget if you're a a communist piece of crap or a legit patriot conservative. Put all that aside. What was your energy bill last month? What was your heating bill? What was your oil bill? What was your electricity bill? And how much does it cost you to go back and forth from work compared to a year ago, compared to two years ago? Because what she said right there is simply a lie. Energy costs are not down. In fact, energy costs are up. And as I said at the very beginning, the top of the show, this is not a matter of opinion. This is a matter of math. It's fact, factual. Vice President Kamala Harris claimed on Wednesday that the Biden administration has decreased electricity prices for American families, even as data indicates the exact opposite. Harris remarked during a speech at Bowie State University of Maryland that efforts from the White House to lower costs have translated to lower power bills for working families, she said. We have reduced heating and electricity bills. So folks, she means so the common folk, because she's elite, right? So folks, have more money in their pocket to buy things like school supplies, replace the dishwasher, or go on a family vacation. What, to the local KOA campground uh, at the nearest rest area where you live? Is that the kind of vacation that you're talking about? Oh, no, it can't be that because it would cost, you know, 
$100 in fuel to put in your car to get there and back. No, no, no. Article continues. The national average cost of electricity, and this is this is a big deal. This is actually a great, uh, this is a great indication of where we're at. The national average cost of electricity has nevertheless increased from 0.136 cents per kilowatt hour in January 2021 to 0.168 per kilowatt hour in January 2023, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, government source, okay, their own numbers. I'm not making this up. I'm not pulling this out of thin air. This is the government's own numbers. A 24% increase over the last two years since Joe Biden assumed was installed illegitimately into office. Electricity costs had remained relatively stable for the previous decade, never exceeding 0.15 per kilowatt hour until March of 2022. We're talking about, these are record high costs. We have record high costs of energy. We have record high costs of inflation. This is ridiculous. And the only answer that they have to this is to raise interest rates. And they're going to have to do that because inflation is still, it it ticked up again, month over month, by the way, last month along with energy crisis increasing, the stock market bombing. And from the live desk, an alarming new report shedding light on the impact of soaring energy costs around the globe. As we give you this live picture at the Seattle skyline this morning, the report published in the journal Nature Energy claims those rising costs could force more than 140 million people into extreme poverty around the globe. Researchers from several different countries, including the U.S., looked at the impacts of increased energy prices in 116 countries, and they found on average household spending increased nearly 5% since Russia's war in Ukraine started. To reduce the impact, many countries have provided subsidies, discounts, and price caps, uh, but the report suggests countries can do more to reduce the prices. So the Consumer Price Index report just released by the feds here in the U.S. this week, it shows all of us paying a lot more for energy right now over the past 12 months so energy costs are up over the past 12 months energy costs in the united states are up 8.7 percent and you've got Karine jean-pierre and camel toe harris going out there saying that energy costs are down these people are completely oblivious they're lying or they're both. Those overall costs have jumped nearly 9% with gasoline up 1.5% and fuel oil up a staggering 28%. Fuel oil up 28%. You know who that affects dramatically? The elderly. Well, see, a lot of elderly people live in elderly houses they've owned for their whole lives that they purchased in the 70s. And 80s. Many of these homes, as was the thing back then, are heated by fuel oil. And so their energy costs have skyrocketed through the roof. Now these old people are on fixed incomes. They're on Social Security. And all of a sudden their annual fuel bill went from $400 to $700. How are they going to absorb that? 
How does that work? Speaking of fuel oil, how about the cost of transportation? How about the cost of diesel? They talked about gas prices coming down for a little bit. Diesel really didn't. Diesel stayed where it was. How do you think move, uh, product moves around the country on trains, electric diesel trains, diesel-powered trucks, tugboats that are powered by diesel, freighters, also diesel or heavy oil? How does that affect the cost of goods? And in turn, those goods go to the places like restaurants, car dealerships, shopping malls, department stores. And because everything is more expensive, then they have to increase not only the cost of their product, but also the cost of their service, labor. And if you don't, if you don't think that's true, you're simply not living in reality. The, 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 the view, I think I said today's show earlier on, I meant the view. The, the wacky view, they won't go out there, and I don't know who's crazier, these bitches that are on the view or the people who watch that every day, that drivel, that, that absolute, I mean, Joy Reid is just foaming at the mouth. She is batshit crazy. And people believe that stuff. It's unbelievable. We can go on and on. We're going to talk about, we can talk about inflation if we want. The other is we continue to see energy costs uh, way too high. And what we need to do is unleash American energy. We got a president that went and begged for oil in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we got a president who ran on this. And like what people didn't believe that this was actually who he was. They didn't think, I mean, he declared war war on the, on the fossil fuel industry in the campaign and people voted for him anyway, because, Oh, orange man, bad orange man, bad. We must vote. All right. First of all, 80 million people did not vote for this old mother effort. All right. This old crusty fuck who can't even remember his name and probably has to change his diapers three times a day. 80 million people did not vote for this person. The election was ripped. It was stolen. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you. We're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Why are they in favor of this? Because it doesn't affect them. It doesn't affect them. They can do whatever they want, knowing that their life isn't going to change. They're still going to go around in their limos. They're still going to live in their mansions. They're still going to fly around the world in their fossil-fueled machines. But the peasant needs to live off of wind and solar and eat bugs while they have filet mignon and fly about the world on their G5s. So they have... It's just, I'm running out of time here. 
but the inflation issue, the, the, the energy, the cost of energy is huge. It affects everybody. And the people it affects the most, of course, are those on fixed incomes, those of, in lower income brackets. Because it's not like they can just go make more money. So when the money becomes worth less, your Social Security payment doesn't go up. Your welfare check doesn't go up. But the cost of everything that you have to have to survive, food, fuel, heat, energy, it all goes up. So what are you going to do? What you're going to do is you're going to you're going to cut back. The Wall Street Journal says you should stop eating breakfast. If you're if you're hurting, if you if you can't afford to pay your bills, consider stop consider consider starving yourself. Just don't eat as much food. If you can't afford to eat, then stop eating breakfast. That's their solution. Unbelievable. All right, before we. Uh, I had a few more things going on. Let's let's look at a couple of the weirdness. I mean, I promise you some weirdness during the show. Truth, freedom, and weirdness. That's what we're talking about. So let, let's give you just a, a couple of glimpses of weirdness. Um, we'll start with this. Professor Biden, I use that term loosely. That's what she likes to be called as professor in title only. Apparently, I thought she was a full-time teacher. I don't know what she's doing gallivanting around the country in get-ups like this. She thinks it's Halloween or what is this? Some sort of, what is that? Is that a tablecloth? It looks like, I mean, you could rip that off and put it on a picnic table and have a family picnic right there. God, who the hell is her fashion designer? I mean, I know as people get older, they, they start to, you know, I don't give a shit. I'm going to wear what the hell I want. I don't care what you think. But she's the first lady of the United States. It's not just some old fuddy-duddy walking down the street that can you can care less about what they're wearing or what you think about it. <clears throat> Is that a burlap sack, right? That, that has a print on it and then was kind of put around her body. She's wearing tennis shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just something else. And then you have the, the vice president of the United States. She cannot get enough of Venn diagrams. This woman loves Venn diagrams. Um, the social deviant, a uh, uh, Facebook page that I follow, very funny. He's on Twitter too. Creative. He does a lot of cool memes and stuff. A Venn diagram. He has Kamala Harris in the middle circle and then uh, laughs hysterically, uh, doesn't know what she's doing and, and something else and in the middle, of course, is Kamala Harris because that's who she is. But she's always seeing circles. And she'll tell you about the circles every single time as if we don't know what a Venn diagram is. But uh, here she is. Think of it then in the context of like, I like to think about a lot of things in the context of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. Always ask, is there a Venn diagram for this? I'm telling you, it's fascinating (laughs) when you do. Fascinating. Venn diagram, those three circles, right? So on this, the intersection between... Climate, extreme climate, right? Which mm-hmm, is going to be about mm-hmm. that's going to be also an intersection with human behaviors about greenhouse gas emissions. Mm. Yeah, the circles. Kamala has circles going on 
in her head. All right, it's Friday. It would be remiss if I didn't get back to Fan Mail Friday. So I'm going to give you a few fan mails from this past week. It was <clears throat> it was a difficult selection because, um, I, honestly, there were quite a few different fan mails. I'm going to start out with this guy because he actually he gave me two different uh, two different comments that were I mean they were intelligent, they were thoughtful, they were uh, something that you would really expect from a left wing wacko communist. So this was the first one. And this is uh, Larry Hutchins. Man, I love you, brother. He says, now we got to put up with another group of right-wing bloviators spewing hate lies and other useless crap. Okay, Larry. It's your choice to put up with me. Here's your none better trophy. Thanks for participation. He got a, he got two participation trophies this week. So that was his first one. And I, you know, I hate to give this guy too much attention because he really is a blowhard idiot. But um, his response to that was, you clowns put this crap out. <clears throat> you guys put the crap out there. People are going to make fun of it. No trophies, though. And I just simply said, what you don't understand, and so this was on the post that he's commenting on had 1.5 thousand likes and 200 laughy faces. So the laughy faces are the wackos like him. Highly outnumbered, right? I told him what you don't understand is that you're part of the show. You're the entertainment. People like this that show their ignorance and their arrogance and their, their flat out uh, uselessness they're the entertainment. I get a kick out of these people and they don't even understand it. They don't know that they're the, you know, the, the person who doesn't know that they're the butt of the joke and they think they're being smart and intelligent and they're putting their stuff out there. That, that, this is who these people are. And they all have this look. The, the, this guy, is he getting ready to do the next mall shooting or is he a uh, uh, leftist uh, political hack? I, I can't tell the difference anymore because almost all of the mass shooters are leftist hacks. They're not right-wingers. They're not NRA members. They're not conservatives or MAGA Trumpers. Almost all of them are left-wing wackos like this guy. Mark Timmeron, Gary Nunn. Oh, oh, so clever. Good job. If you want to do Drag Queen Story Hour, more power to you. Tell you what, Mark, I am powerful. Far more powerful than you will ever be. But thanks for participating. And thanks for showing your true colors, man. That is one crazy picture. Gotta tell you. And you notice there's a theme with these people. They just got this look, man. They got this look. This guy, Paul Lathrop. I've got just a couple more, and we're going to wrap this up. And like I said, it was hard to choose. So I'm going to just share the, a couple more with you after this. He says, I'm not quite getting this. Dumb fuck Donnie hates anyone with skin that ain't white. And you're calling Biden a racist? This is on my episode regarding that Joe Biden is a racist, because he is. How, how effing stupid are you a-holes that Emmer Effer tried to build a effing wall to keep Latinos out of our country? And you're calling Biden a racist? Go F yourself. 
He's not building a wall to keep Latinos out of the country. Building a wall to keep our border secure, you dumb F. <laughs> I just, I don't even know what to say that. I'm like, impressive, man. Here's two trophies. I think this guy, he probably has about 20 trophies over the last year. I'm keeping track. And this person got, all right. Again, the look, the look of these people. This is just, this came into my inbox. You're still pimping for Trump? My goodness, what a pathetic example of an American. I said, I love you, Buttercup. Here's a participation trophy. Then he says, can I be on your podcast? Yeah. <sighs> Man, you and your 20 friends in the background of your photo back there? I mean, that must be his fantasy world, living with that weird shit. Oh, my God. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop just one more here, and this one doesn't have a photo. I've got a couple more with photos. This one came in just before I went on the show, and it was so, uh, well, I'll let you be the judge of it. Um, oh, I didn't blow it up. Let's just make it. Real big. Okay, there we go. <laughs> First of all, this person's name is not on my list. He is a, uh, uh, this was a response to some promo that we got going off right now or, or some ad or sponsored listing or something. Take my name off your effing list. Your site is nothing but a bunch of lying asshole, traitor, POS, MAGA rat, trumpeted cowards who don't give two Fs about our country or our people, and neither does your lying effing site. Liars. Man. Look, dude. Really. Do not get off your meds like that. That is... It's not healthy, dude. I told him I loved him. I gave him a trophy. He told me to F off, asshole. Because that's what they do. Anyway, here's your none better take of the day. Today is Friday. Today is a day that we should be having fun. We should be smiling. We should be spending time with our family and our friends, going out and enjoying things that we don't normally get to enjoy during the week and looking forward to a weekend full of pleasure and fun. Hopefully, you get to have some of that. If you don't have that plan, plan it. Go do it. You've got an administration that is lying. They say energy costs are down, but that's not true. And... The American people aren't that stupid. They think you're stupid. The fact is, energy prices are up. All you have to do is look at your how much it costs you to go back and forth to work. Look at your last electric bill, your last natural gas bill, your last oil bill, and compare it to a year ago, compare it to two years ago. This isn't a matter of opinion. It's a matter of math. These are facts. And they're indisputable. It costs more right now to heat your home, to light your home, to power your machinery, and to run your vehicles than it did a year ago and two years ago. That's just a fact. And they can lie all they want. Karine Jean-Pierre can go out there and say, the Inflation Reduction Act is going to lower energy prices, and it's great. That's what our president is working hard, and it's the work that's being done, and we continue to do the work. 
Sure, you continue to do the work. Working your mouth at a job that you're not qualified for because you're the most worthless press person in the history of the planet. Not just the U.S. She's graduated. She's the worst press person in the history of the planet. And you got Camel Toe Harris goes out there and she talks about, oh, look, the Biden is the greatest thing in the world and energy prices are down so that you can afford to buy clothes and maybe even go on vacation and get school supplies. Please, please, we're not that stupid. But you are, if you think that we are. These people, man, nothing that comes out of their mouth is true. Not a single word. Every single thing they say is a lie. Every single thing the press kisses their ass on is a lie. Vladimir Zelensky is over there giving a speech telling the American people that if you don't support Ukraine, you're just simply not for freedom and you will, America will become a diminished state and NATO will cease to exist and your whole world is going to implode if you don't give me your entire treasury whenever I demand. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, midget man. Hey, guess what? You liberals, you freak jobs out there. Little midget man over there in Ukraine is not the boss. He is not an angel. He's not a good guy. He's a bad, bad man. Maybe even worse than Putin. He just, thank God, he doesn't have the same nuclear arsenal and the same military and the same power that Putin does. And I, I'm not a Putin fan. Putin's an asshole. And the fact that he invaded another country is horrible. But your old buddy, Midget Man Zelensky, is not a good guy. We're giving another $10 billion. Yellen said, Biden announced another $2 billion today. While he was over there, he said another half a billion dollars. So $12.5 billion. We're up to $200 billion so far in Ukraine. All while our own economy is struggling while inflation is higher than it's been since the early 80s as a result of Carter, while energy costs are higher than they've been in decades for electricity, for fuel, for heating fuel, for natural gas, while we have, we're spending our, our, our debt, 31-something trillion dollars, is more than our GDP. We're spending over $400 billion on interest alone. And we're giving away money in a war that is not ours, a war that serves no national interest of the United States, while the politicians and the military-industrial complex rakes in billions. The joke's on us, people. And anybody who supports this war, who supports this regime, who supports this reckless, never-ending dumping of our national security and our national treasury is an idiot. Plain and simple. Have a great weekend. Thank you 
for listening. If you've just been listening on renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can watch all the video, catch all the, all the stuff I put up there and everything. I'm on all the socials at the nun report, except for TikTok because I don't do that commie bullshit. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. One stop, one shop. You can link into everything right there. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.